Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne. And I'm Natalie. And Am I Doing This Right? is a life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. Natalie and I really, I guess, don't know what we're talking about. Didn't know what we're talking about, but I've done the research to know what we're talking about. We do all the research so that you don't have to. Exactly. So the way our podcast works is we're going to dive into some subjects that maybe aren't super easy to understand or that haven't been – you didn't learn it in high school or college. And it's confusing. It's confusing. So we're going to dive into them. We're going to figure them out for you. And we're going to drink wine in the meantime because you gotta. It just makes it a little bit lighter, a little bit more fun along the way. Especially for this one. Especially for this one, which is a pretty dense topic, but do not be scared So we are talking about unemployment today. We're going to be talking about what unemployment insurance is, where does the money come from, are you eligible for it, how to apply, and what to expect. It is – it's dense. It's a lot, but we we spent – uh, a few hours really digging through it, and I'm confident that I feel like we know what we're talking about. We know what we're talking about, and you know we're we're gonna take unemployment, and we're gonna make it fun employment. Fun. That is, <laughs> I will say that it's a trigger word for me because so many girls from college who are just oh really really rich God. and didn't want to work would be like fun, fun employment. employment, and I'm like, no, you're just rich. You're being an <laughs> asshole. Actually, is what you're being. No, this is um unemployment is actually something that is very serious, and a lot of people I think are applying for it right now. But yeah. first, Natalie, before we get into the inner workings of unemployment and what it is and how to do it and all that, Ugh, I need a drink. <laughs> I need it. We need we need it sip on some wine. Yes. So you brought the wine today. I brought this one. So this is the 2016 Roof Line from Dalil Cellars in Washington. This is a red blend. Ooh. Okay, so here's my thing. I always thought blends were like not as good. In term like you just don't like them as much. No, I thought they were like Oh, that sounds so good. I love that. I know we talk about it every time, but the ASMR on these pours no, I, I thought red blends were like lower quality. I mean, it depends. Sometimes they can be. Um, but for the most part, no? I love a red blend. Yeah? Okay. I'm excited about this. So this is, again, the Roofline 2016 red wine blend. Mm-hmm. Okay. From I'm, I'm going to pour myself a glass. And for anybody who – Script down. <laughs> script down. For anybody who missed the first one. Yeah. Go for it. Let me hear it. Soak this in. Wow. That's a heavy pour. That was a buddy pour. That was a heavy pour. I love, though, when you go to a restaurant and they just they just dump the bottle in there. Cheers. Cheers to, uh, to unemployment. To, oh, God. Mmm. <laughs> I will hold. <laughs> I will hold my comments until yeah, the end of the episode. Yeah, let's hold it. But so far. So far, so. We're usually on the same page with these things. Gah. So far, so So, um. Nat, I, as you know, I'm about to move. I know. Well, you're going to go check the new place out today, Yeah, I'm checking out the new place today, and I'm kind of nervous because I'm going to be living alone. You know, I've been, like, supportive of you living alone, 
because this is your first time. It's my first time. I am obsessed with living alone. Yeah, not you've been living alone for a while now. Yeah. And I have never, I literally went from high school to like living with my family to having a dorm mate, having roommates in college, to moving to New York and having roommates, to moving back to LA and having roommates. I've literally never in my entire life lived by myself. I know. And I'm like nervous. I feel like, what if I go crazy and start talking to my lamp? Like, Listen, I, I talk to my plants. I was talking to my plants this morning like, I love you guys so much. Well, you have to do that. You know, I put crystals in my plants too. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. I've actually been away from my plant. Benny, Benny for a little bit, and I'm worried about him. He should be fine. Benny's resilient. He's been But I long. think you're going to love it. And you're also very close to me. I know. We're in walking distance, so which is if great. If you're ever going crazy, it's just like, walk over. Okay. Thank you. As long as I have Sorry. that support and I know that. And because you might be getting a pet. I might. I, if you've listened to the previous episodes, I'm sure you know I have a dog, Zeppelin, who I'm obsessed with. I love him. I Honestly, it's not healthy, I don't think. No, it is. I look He's like at your him, son, though. He really – I look at him and then I almost cry because I love him so much. I don't know what I could possibly do with – See, I want that. I want that yes. with a pet. I just – I'm – I follow all of the, like, pet adoption Instagrams that, like, post the new pets that they have available and – I'm actively looking. Yes. So the day that the you, right you know one the pops is, up, I'm going for you'll it. You'll know. You'll just know. You'll see it and you'll be like, but see, the problem, I used to follow a bunch of those and I can't follow them because I want to go adopt them all. Yeah. There was this little pit bull that was like, he had something wrong with him. He had like little limbs and something was definitely wrong, <laughs> but I loved him so much. It took everything out of me not to go get him. <laughs> it's hard, but once I get my own place... And it's all set up. I'm going to get a little pet and I will update everyone and we'll post a yes. photo of him, him and Zeppelin yes. together oh on their God. walk. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Yeah. And you've already chosen a name for him, but we won't, we won't reveal it yet. No, we will reveal it when he is here. Unless it's because it might be a girl. And in which case. Well, I want a boy. Because oh, I want to feel like somebody's protecting me in my. <gasps> yeah. Zeppelin does protect me. Yeah. He really does. People get freaked out Natalie by him. just like gave me the most intense stare ever. <laughs> well, I'm excited for that. Yes. And wait, you are going to, you, you just sent me a bunch of Snapchats about your book. Oh, Discovery. The Alchemist. Yes. Okay. So I do have these little psychic moments yeah. where things will start aligning and then I just think, oh, I, I need to do that or I have to. So I kept getting this feeling like I needed to read The Alchemist. So I got it and I've started reading it. I started it last night. I'm about halfway done. Love it. Yeah, it's really it's good. It's blowing huh? my fucking brain, dude. I'm obsessed. I think one of those books, I think, because it's very like, not coming of age, but it's like kind of a spiritual. It like sees into my soul. Yeah. A lot of people have these like very intense experiences with The Alchemist. I, I read it right when I had moved to New York and I was like feeling really lost in life. And um, I really enjoyed it, so I'm glad that it's found its way to you. Oh, my God. You. I'm actually surprised I've never read it. It's, like, very up your alley. Yeah. So I've just been really loving it. And okay. that's what I've been up to. Okay. Reading. <laughs> well, you'll synopsis or give you a review of The Alchemist yes. in a later episode, and mm -hmm. I will update whenever I get my dog. <gasps> Yay. I'm so excited. But it is time <sighs> to get Let's into Let's do it. You know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do just it. fucking do, do it. it. 
talking about unemployment. And the reason Natalie and I chose this topic is because obviously 2020 has been a rough year for a lot of us. Mm. Yeah, we've had the highest unemployment rate, I believe, ever of close to ever, close to the Great Depression. Ever, Um, at this point, yeah. Yeah, the Great Depression, I think the unemployment rate was 24.7 or 0.9, which was in 1933, and that was one in four Americans were unemployed. And we are about close to that right now, um, if not have surpassed it. Well, this is actually really interesting, I think. So before today, Mm -hmm. the highest number of unemployment filings was 696,000 in one week. Wow. And that was October 2nd, 1982. Hmm. What was going on then? I don't know. I need to look into that because I I also wondered. But during the last week of March 2020, Mm -hmm. we had a new high which was a one week, okay, in one week, 6.6 million Wow, applied. And the week before that, 3.3 million people applied. Yikes. So it, I mean, exploded. Yeah. That's, it's just, we live in such a crazy time, which is why Natalie and I felt so passionately about going into unemployment, like what it is and this whole just mystery of it all. Mm-hmm. And- I pitched having a new segment of Am I Doing This Right, which is Am I Doing This Right Investigates. So if you guys want to create a song for Am I Doing This Right Investigates, feel free to submit yes. those. Yes. So we are going to start with number one, which is what is unemployment insurance? Natalie, what is it? Let me tell you. First of all, this started in 1935. Great Depression. Great Depression. And what unemployment insurance is, is something that temporarily replaces a portion of wages for workers who've been laid off as long as they're looking for available work. Okay. Okay. So let's say you've been laid off and you're still on the hunt for a job, but you need cash to get you from A to B. That's where unemployment insurance comes in. So yeah, it helps you get from A to B. And normally, this unemployment insurance lasts for about 26 weeks, but it varies from state to state. Which is six months, by the way. Six months. That's kind of like when people have toddlers and they're like, he's like 97 weeks. Yeah, and you're like, "Mm, I mean, like three and a half years. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so about six months worth of benefits for people to kind of get back on their feet. Um, on average, it does replace like half of the workers' previous wages. However, because of the CARES Act that was enacted, I believe in March or April, that time period has actually been extended for people filing for unemployment. So there's a potential for it to actually last longer than the normal six months that it normally does during this 2020 special edition of life. (laughs) Wait, so the CARES Act is new? The CARES Act is new. It was enacted in, I believe, March or April. And it's a $2 trillion stimulus package that was added to the coronavirus that is going on currently. And so, yeah, normally 26 weeks of benefits, but during special times – and because of the CARES Act, right now, you can get it for a little bit longer, longer than that. But again, it varies from state to state what your state's actually doing. So 
One thing that confused me initially that I just want to get out of the way is that unemployment insurance and unemployment is the same thing. So if you're filing for unemployment, you're filing for unemployment insurance, yeah, the- which didn't make sense when I was looking at it because I thought, no, I'm not, I'm not applying for health insurance or some other car insurance. Yeah, I need the money. Yeah, <laughs> I need the money. I need the money. <laughs> yeah, so like, what? Yeah, no, that's really confusing. Yeah. Unemployment insurance, when you're looking online for it, it is, is your unemployment benefits check synonymous. that you're trying to get. But it is confusing, the name. Yeah. Um, I think another thing, and we'll kind of roll into this, is where does unemployment money come from? Yeah. Like, like so you're getting this check. Where the fuck does that cash come from? It just drop from is the sky. Is it dropping from the sky? Because, well, with the stimulus package stuff, I was like, where is this actually coming from. Yeah. So if we want to go into the pot, mm-hmm. this pot of money, um, the U.S. Department of Labor's unemployment insurance program is funded through taxes paid by state and federal government. So this is often uh, the payroll taxes that employers pay. And not to get too complicated, but basically your employer is paying taxes on the first $7,000 that each employee makes. That's a 6% tax. And that's called the FUTA, the Federal Unemployment Tax Act. And they're paying that on all their employees. And that money is going into a big pot that is then distributed to all states and whatnot. There is a misconception, though, that pe- like people think that they are contributing to unemployment insurance as an employee. You are not. Oh. So a lot of people are like, I'm entitled to this because I contributed. No, you you actually didn't. <laughs> you didn't do shit, sir. Un- unless <laughs> there are actually three states in which employees contribute to unemployment insurance, and those are New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Arkansas. In those three states, you guys do contribute as employees, comes out of your paycheck towards unemployment insurance, but all 47 states, the rest of them, you guys don't. It's just your employers that uh, contribute to this big pot of money. That's where I think that little confusion with uninsurance employment comes from. Or I'm sorry, unemployment insurance comes from because it, like other insurances, it's this, everybody's throwing into this one large pot. Right. But mostly employers except for three states, which are... Yes. Which brings us to our next thing, which is that most of the unemployment benefits are mandated state by state. So there is an overarching federal, uh, sort of like a babysitting that happens um, with the Department... Of Labor. The Department of Labor. Thank you, Corinne. Um, yes, they oversee it, but for the most part, it's, it's all state by state. Which means that each state has its own benefits. Yeah. So like, for example, Hawaii's unemployment insurance average replacement rate is 55%, which is the highest. Wow. Okay. Whereas DC's average replacement rate is only 21%. Yikes. So basically the the replacement rate is the amount of your wages lost that's being replaced by unemployment insurance. So let's say your weekly wages, let's just say it was $1,000 and you lived in Hawaii, you're going to be covered for $550 a week because it's 55%. Okay. Does that make sense? It makes sense. All right. And the same with DC. 
$210, right? right? Exactly. 21%. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. And I think it's really important. So what we're kind of recommending to you guys is knowing what your state's benefits are, what their replacements are individually. Like we can't obviously go through all 50 states, but when you're looking into unemployment insurance, I think one thing you really need to understand is that each state's is different. Mm-hmm. Um, however, to make this a little bit more complicated, because this is a federal state joint program, the federal state or the federal government can kind of interfere with these benefits as well. And right now, because of COVID, this isn't something that's going to last forever, but there is an additional $600 stimulus that's happening everywhere right mm. now, not just in California, but actually oh, everywhere. It's- Oh, I didn't know it was um, nationwide. Yeah. So okay. on top of what whatever your state's re- replacement rate is, right? Hawaii's is fifty five percent. We're saying five hundred and fifty dollars. Federally, you're getting six hundred dollars on top of that everywhere. Tap so even in DC. But this is something that isn't going to last for a long time. This is something that is just because of COVID nineteen. So yeah, uh, we really recommend knowing what your specific state's benefits are, what their replacement rates are, but also keeping track of what's happening federally. Is there an extra stimulus package that's going out to all states that's going to actually benefit you? So you do kind of have to keep your eye on both what your state's doing, but also what's happening federally. Mm -hmm. That's that little kind of babysitter federal situation. Yeah. They They can swoop in when needed. Exactly. So let's talk about eligibility. Mm. So there's a there's a few keys that you have to meet to be eligible for unemployment insurance. Uh, for one, you have to be completely or partially unemployed, such as like you you had to be laid off or furloughed. You're not eligible if you quit. Right. So if you just say I'm out of here, you're like, peace, motherfuckers. And like, I also want money. Yeah, they're <laughs> like no thanks. But if you're if you're laid off or furloughed, which is a temporary layoff. Um, so basically, you're, if your job were to resume, you'll you'll have your job back. Um, and you also can keep your benefits, but you're not being paid. Yeah. That's an example of something where you would qualify. Exactly. And I actually think that the federal government is allowing for a little bit more wiggle room right now with COVID-19. This is something that they don't always do with the totally and partially unemployed thing. But right now, for example, like if an employer temporarily seizes operations due to COVID-19, like you can't go into work or your production's been shut down, that's also a reason that you can now apply for unemployment. That actually happened to me. I was in production. I was producing a television show and one day, day, one day day we just were not (laughs) there anymore. It just production completely shut down. And we are unable to go to set and be around a bunch of people right now. And so that is a reason that I would qualify for unemployment because of COVID-19. Another reason is that if you leave a job because you feel unsafe right now or you have to take care of another family member, that is a reason that you could actually apply for unemployment due to COVID-19. Yeah. Again, so these are the kind of federal people coming in and saying and switching things up switching things up also in that vein uh in the past self-employed people were not allowed to apply and now you can now you can yes so there are but this is just during this COVID-19 period Mm -hmm. which could change at any moment as we all know Okay, so the next requirement that you have to meet to be eligible for unemployment is that you have to be unemployed 
through no fault of your own. Mm. So you can't be like wilding out at work and get fired or like have some sort of scandal. You right. know what I mean? Um, so right now, obviously, coronavirus, COVID-19. Yes. If you get sick, that qualifies. injuries, things like that. Things where you were not expecting for this to happen and it kind of took you out. That makes sense. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people try to get fired. Yeah, why would you do that? Well, because then you get a severance package. I mean, I, I'm like such a rule follower. I would never. I hate. I know. Don't try to play the system like I that. I hate Just that. Don't. Okay, so a few other requirements that you need to meet to be eligible for unemployment are physically able to work, being available for work, and ready and willing to accept work immediately whenever you can find a job. So there's also this other funky little requirement that you have to meet per your state the required amount of time worked during a specific period. That sounds really vague. I'll break it down to you. But when you're going to be applying, you'll see this. You actually have to have worked a certain amount of time. Basically, you can't be 18 years old and right. and have never worked and filed for unemployment. Yeah. That's like you graduate tr- high school and you're like, I'd like unemployment. Right. Or like you <laughs> so, haven't worked for 10 years and you're retired and then you're like, mm, should I be on unemployment? I should just apply for this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to be an active worker and you were contributing to society and something happened and you're no longer working. Yes. And so they have these time requirements or a certain amount of money you would have had to made yeah. um, during like a quarter. And It makes sense. They just don't want people to – Take advantage of the system. Yeah. So don't be thrown if you get into that. If you are a a normal average worker, you will fulfill this requirement. It's just to kind of weed out the people who are using the system. So do not be worried about that. Yeah. So let's go into how to apply. Okay. So the first thing you got to do is you have to contact your state's unemployment insurance program. You could call the unemployment insurance office. Yes. But it's really easy. The easiest way is to go Just online. Just go online. And that's where you can also file a claim online. You can also file a claim over the phone, fax it in. Mail it in. Mail it in. There's several options, but you need to file a claim with the state that you worked in. If you've worked in multiple states, you can reach out to the state unemployment office of the state that you live in to help you file a claim in other states. I will pause here. You can file a claim online, at least in California, if you've only worked in California. But if you've worked in multiple states, which I have, because I, I am an actor. Oh, because your safety was in Atlanta. Yeah, I shot that yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually have to fax in an unemployment papers because you have to, it's very complicated. But that is something that I, I found out. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, so if you want to get information on your state a great website and we'll put this in the show notes as well yeah and we'll we'll put it on instagram also but it's www.dol.gov slash general slash topic slash unemployment dash insurance yeah and that's the department of labor's website and on there you can find your specific state's unemployment insurance website and It'll kind of link you. There. It'll link you to what you need to find for your state because yeah. obviously we can't go into everybody's state on here. Yeah, I'm gonna break it down for you. Yeah, this one I would. I mean, take a sip of yo wine. wine. Like, if hey. you are filing a claim, you will see an option to have federal tax withheld. What does this mean? Do not be scared when you're on the application website and you're like, "What do I do?" I just want you to know that the money that you receive from unemployment insurance is taxable income. 
you will be taxed on it when tax time comes. I didn't know that. Yes. So if you do not click the option to have federal tax withheld, you will have to pay taxes on that income later in the year. Oh, so just just do, get it out of the way. I per- it depends on your you know situation, yeah. your financial situation. If you really need that money now, yes, and uh, which you, understandable, which is so understandable, then yes. But just keep in mind and don't be surprised at tax time when you need to pay taxes on that. I'm someone I don't. I would love to just get the money that I am due and I don't have to worry about it. And so mm-hmm. clicking yes to that button would actually work better for me, so that I don't have to worry at tax time about that. Like you know. Eight, 10 grand that I got in the middle of the year, and do I need to? How much taxes do I yeah. have to pay off that? It's just very it confusing. It's confusing. So, when you're filling out that application, making sure when you're deciding if you're going to have federal tax withheld, just being aware that you will have to pay that later if you don't click that button. And if you do want to have it withheld, just knowing that you, you're kind of saving yourself on the back end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again, whatever your situation calls for, is what it calls it's, for. It's whatever is right for you, but as long as you're informed making that decision, yes. that's all that matters. That's all that matters. So the last thing you need to apply is the information to from put in the to put into the application. So you're going to need your address, your dates of prior employment, your wages from prior employment. Pull out your W twos. Pull out your tax returns. Kind of check stubs. Check stuff. Yeah. Pull all that stuff out. And actually, once you get to the website, it's not. It's not so bad. Yeah, and I will say, as an actor, we typically have a bunch of different employers throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't work for one. I don't just work for Walt Disney Company right. forever. I work for them and then CBS and then whoever. And so what's really, really important for people who have different employers throughout the year is to keep track of those check steps throughout the year because you're going to need the address of all of those employers, you're going to need the mm. dates that you worked for all those employers, how much money, total wages you made from all those employers. It can get kind of confusing for somebody yeah. who has different employers throughout the year. If you work for Target and you work for Target all year long, it's going to be super easy to fill in that information because you have one employer, one address, one sum of total wages to put in and it's like beep, bop, boop. Yeah. It's all about just being organized. Yeah. So organization just- so so helpful. And being just aware of what information you're going to need. So the next thing that you need to be prepared for is what to expect once you've applied for unemployment and now you're kind of waiting on this money to come in. Mm -hmm. And it generally does take two to three weeks after you file your claim to get your first benefit check or direct transfer or now these debit cards. But I want to be mindful that the amount of money you you receive is going to be based off your previous income and your state's replacement rate. So if you're talking to your cousin in Kentucky and they're saying they're getting this much money, but you don't live in their state and you don't have the same job and you're Mm -hmm. like, why don't I get that much money? It's because the amount of money that you receive is based off your income and your state's replacement rate. So don't go off anybody else. Not one size fits all for this. Yeah, what you and a friend make are totally different in um, terms of how much money you're going to be receiving. So then the way that you actually get the cash, yeah, which actually is not cash, it's a check typically, or like you said, a direct transfer, or now more recently, it's a debit card. It's actually pretty common, these debit cards. Yeah, most states are doing debit cards now. So basically what you're going to get in the mail is a debit card. Once you get it, you activate it, you set a pin just like 
every other debit card you have. And then you can use that normally. So you can, you know, go to the ATM, pull cash out, use it when you're shopping, whatever you gotta do. Uh, you can also set your card up for a direct deposit to your checking or savings. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be using some other, what if you want to pay your rent off it? Right. I don't know, things yeah, like that. exactly. So that is an option, I guess. That is an option. So then the other thing that uh, people need to know is that depending on your state, you need to reapply for benefits, which is also called certifying your continued benefits. Okay. This is the process of certifying your continued benefits on a weekly or every other week basis. And that's state by state basis. Some states one week, other states two weeks. Check it out. So you're like feeling good. You got your money. You're spending it. And, but it doesn't, it's not going to just keep reloading. It doesn't keep coming. You, you have every, so you have to keep going on to your, basically what's a portal mm-hmm. and ensuring that you still meet all the requirements for eligibility. So even if you don't reapply for one week, they're going to cut your unemployment benefits. Because basically they, they might just think, oh, you got a job. Yeah. No, that makes, that makes it sense. It makes sense. But I wouldn't think. So you have to keep applying. Okay. So that's but it's not the know. full application process, right? No, it's not the full thing every single week, but you do there are little benchmarks that you have to keep checking and saying, "Yeah, I still don't have a job. I still need these benefits, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Okay. And then they're just going to be reloading your debit card? Yeah. They'll just keep basically. So you don't get a new debit card every week. They just send the funds back to that debit card. Oh, okay. That makes Unless sense. you were getting a check. Right. Then In which case, you, you're, they're going to send you another check. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so basically that's how unemployment works. But I think yes. the, the biggest key that we wanted to talk about is how to end unemployment. And, and really your goal during this time is to find employment again. I know we live in a very difficult time right now and it's very hard, but I think there are some people that – kind of get comfortable with the unemployment lifestyle or feel like they just you're owed this money but really you should be active in your search so that you don't have to be on unemployment and that those funds can go to other people who are suffering and yeah and, and so again it, this is to get you from a to b it's just to get you from this a is to, to b. get you from your job that you had to leave to your next job this right. is a bridge a bridge but mm-hmm. it's it's kind of cool because basically when you don't need unemployment anymore it's because you have a great New job. Yeah. And Tea God. Y- <laughs> Thank Tea God. God. And you can be taking care of yourself. And actually, when you apply, you have to check a box that says, the minute I'm offered a job. So basically, you can't be offered a job and you're like, mm, I don't really like it. I'm not going to take it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you get offered a job, you, ha- you, you, you have take to take it. it. So yeah. you have to check a box on the application saying, if a job comes my way, I'm taking it. Yeah. Exactly. So that is how unemployment works. Hopefully this wasn't too dense and you understand what it is, where it comes from, if you're eligible for it, how to apply for it, what to expect it, with your benefits, and hopefully the light at the end of the tunnel, which is getting a new job. Yeah. Or resuming a job that you had before. Yeah. If you were furloughed, you can go back and then you don't have to keep going on with these debit cards. Nobody wants Nobody. cards. We don't, we don't need any more cards. Come on. Come on. <laughs> All right. So that's how it works. If you have any more questions, make sure to DM us at Am I Doing This Right Pod or email us at Am I Doing This Right Pod. 
at gmail. At gmail.com. So, Natalie, let's circle back to the Roofline 2016 Red Blend that we've been drinking for this unemployment I drank a lot more than you did. You definitely did. (laughs) I kind of pounded this one back because I really like it, honestly. It, I, okay, I do too. But let's introduce the hottie of the week the that we are rating their scale. And this guy is so hot, I almost don't know what to do with myself. It's ASAP Rocky. It's ASAP Rocky's the hottie of the week. And here's, okay, can I tell you something really fucked up my mom told me? Oh, is it going to ruin my opinion on ASAP Rocky? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. It's not about him. She, she used to tell me, which is like totally so terrible i will never tell my daughter this oh, no. she said never date anybody who's more attractive than you what <laughs> yeah she said that to me in high school anyways it, it trauma but anyways asap rocky does fit into that category asap rocky okay so he is more beautiful than me he's more beautiful than anyone but his actual like his actual structure his of face? his face is Stunning. He's going to age so gracefully. Oh, stunning. Beautiful smile. Beautiful smile. I just can't even get over it. So we are going to be rating this wine. That's our roof line. <laughs> yes. We're going to be rating our Roofline 2016 Red Blend 1 to ASAP so Rocky. So ASAP Rocky, if we're going to describe him, he's like sexy. He's schmexy. He's schmexy. So I think that this is actually kind of a sexy wine. Do you agree? I 100% agree with you. It's definitely a sexy wine. I want to be. It's like a little yeah. mysterious. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I do too. I'm going to give it. Well, you. I feel like we're going to say this. Should we? Let's say it on three. Your rating Shoot. out of ASAP Rocky. Okay. One, two, three. Nine. 8.5. Okay. I was going to oh, say. Okay, okay. Wait. I was going to say 8.5. Oh, I knew it. I knew it's it. A, it's, a, it's like it. It's like an eight point seven. Eight point seven. Let's go eight point seven. Okay, it's an eight point seven out of ASAP Rocky. Out of ASAP Rocky, I think it's it's smooth. It's sexy. I want to be. Where do I want to be drinking this? Oh, where do I want to be? Well, you and I are going to go to Boston. We've decided. Not in no. the fall. I could drink this in Boston in the fall. Yeah, I could drink that, but I'm saying like I feel like the sexy mood is not me and you in Boston. That's true. That's true. That's more of a colonial tour. Fine. So yeah, I was thinking more along the lines of like a cabin mm, like, in like fur. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get a, that. I was with a crackling fire. You know what's funny is I was also gonna say like snow. Yeah, it's like, like a winter, like a bundled up. Yeah. Okay. Wheelhouse. Okay, so the Roofline 2016 Red Blend is a 8.7 to ASAP Rocky. This is the part of the show where we do our little fun end game. And today we are doing more context. This is the first time doing more context, which is we have a martini glass here. And it's filled... It's filled with uh, little one-liners that are stories from our lives together. So Natalie actually wrote these one-liners, these different adventures and stories that we've had that probably need more context. So you draw one. So I don't know what these are, and Natalie wrote them, and I'm going to pick one. Randomly choose. I'm going to randomly choose. You can hear me picking from the martini glass. Okay. I'm nervous. I wonder what I have no idea what it is. <laughs> oh. 
says, giant projection of Drake's face. <laughs> okay, do you remember this? I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Giant projection, a giant of, projection Drake's. of Drake's face. So shall we give more context <laughs> give as more context. to what this means? Okay, the year was 2011. 10, 11? 10 or 11, yeah. Drake was kind of not a thing yet. No, he was just starting out. It was his Take Care. It was his Take Care album. Yeah. And it wasn't even out yet. I'll take care of you. Okay, yeah. It was, yeah. It wasn't even out yet. And your dad threw a party for him. Yes. If anybody doesn't know, my dad is an actor. Yes. <laughs> um, and he decided, or oh somebody God, decided. Oh, my God, I have a picture of them. I, I still too. have a picture of them. Okay, so basically. We'll post that on the Instagram. So basically more context is my dad is an actor. He knows Drake. And Drake was just starting out. And he decided to throw him an album release party yes. at our home. And I, you know, what, we're 15, 16 years old. Yep. And we're so excited. And so I invited my girlfriends over. And Drake's there. and But the projection was that I don't know who decided this. But the decor for this party, when you rolled up, there was a huge yes, like uh, screen. screen that was in front of the house, like in front of the door. Yeah. With a – somebody hooked up a computer that actually <laughs> had like – you could see like the Google search. It was like Drake face. And it was projected like 40 feet. Just a huge picture of his face. Yeah. Just illuminating from my home. It was so bizarre. And then I remember we went to sleep at like three or something. And that party went to like seven. And we were just asleep. Mind you, like we had every opportunity to probably like drink alcohol or like there was just no supervision at all. I don't even know what we did. We didn't do – We didn't drink. We didn't do anything. We we were very good kids. I know. We just walked around and saw these like hoochie girls and they're like tight dresses and Drake there and – You know who else was there? Who? Because I'm just remembering I have pictures that I'm like – they're probably on my computer. Remember – Big Mike from the blind side? Yes, I remember him being there. He was at like everything for some reason for a while. Yeah. He was there. It was so odd. It was a very odd situation, but it was a a highlight of my high school life. Just a giant projection of Drake's face. So that was our more context, giant projection of Drake's Drake's face. face. That's like a tongue twister. Also, I've had a glass of wine. Okay, so thank you for listening to today's episode about unemployment and learning. We hope this helped somebody. I hope it didn't make you more confused. I don't think it did. I think it helped people. I think it helped people. All right. It helped me. If you want to submit something that you want us to look more into, some life advice on, feel free to email us at am I doing this right pot at Gmail. Mm -hmm. And we will see you next week week next week love you love you guys and i love you corinne so much and i love you nat okay bye bye